Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and change your life as you listen to this message by Bishop Eddie Fabin. Bishop Eddie Fabin serves as a senior pastor at the Kodesh of the Kodesh Family Church, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by Bishop Daguerre Mills. Eddie Fabin is an inspiring teacher and preacher of the Word of God, a renowned marriage counselor, and an anointed prophet God uses to bless multitudes. Now, may the Spirit of God touch you as you listen to Bishop Eddie Fabin. Let's sing it again. We were 
want everybody here, everybody in this place, you want to sing your majesty, yeah. Yeah, for them. Hallelujah. Are you ready to be blessed? I said, are you ready to be blessed? There is an anointed man of God in the house. Say, an anointed man of God. Say, an anointed man of God. And this morning, he's bringing you the word of God. And I believe that this morning, your life will be transformed by the word. He's a prolific preacher. When somebody's a prolific ghost scorer, it means that he scores ghosts. But he's a prolific preacher. It means that he's going to bless you this morning. He's going to deposit the word of God in your heart this morning. It means that your life will never remain the same after you've heard him. I want you to rise on your feet and let's receive the ministration of Bishop Eddie Fabian.
worship with one accord. Somebody put your hands together. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of a rain. Every praise is to our God. Give it to Him. Give it to Him. Give it to Him. Hallelujah. Wow. What a blessed time it is to be in God's presence. Thank you, Bishop Nee, for that powerful introduction. I'm so blessed. Please put your hands together for... Bishop Ni Ajedu Amar, I tell you, very powerful man of God. Amen. Well, this morning, before we hear the word, just to remind us again of uh, tonight's meeting at the First Love Center. Hallelujah. Amen. I think that it's a place to be tonight because we're going to, history is going to be made as we launch hundred million souls campaign hallelujah i remember very well when we launched the 10 million souls campaign and we have crossed the 10 million souls hallelujah amen so i believe that the hundred million souls also we're going to cross that one and very soon will be announced one billion souls Oh, you don't believe it. You believe it. Give the Lord a shout of a rain. Hallelujah. So it's going to happen. Let's take note. And also, um, on the 30th of March, we're going to also have a Good Friday miracle service at the Independence Square. Amen. Already, stickers are out, and I'm sure after the service, uh, some people will walk up to your car and give you a sticker. Once the sticker is on your car, good things are going to happen to you. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. In the name of Jesus. So let's get the sticker. Amen. Well, we want to take our memory verse this morning. Ezekiel chapter 2 and verse 2 is a scripture you know. Hallelujah. Are we ready? Let's take it together. Ready, go. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet, that I heard him that spake unto me. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. All right? We take it again? All right, let's go. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet, that I heard him that spake unto me. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. Amen. Is it okay or we should take it one more time? Just one more time. Okay, let's take it together. Ready, go. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet, that I heard him that spake unto me. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. Amen. 
All right. So I think we can take it off and take it. All right. Let's take it. Ready, go. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. Hallelujah. Oh, it's beautiful. Hallelujah. Just lift up your hands to the Lord and ask God to speak to you this morning. Ask God to touch you. Pray that you will not leave here the same. Pray that God will speak to your heart. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. I surrender all. And I surrender all to you. Everything. Can I describe? How can I describe? Oh, the God that's indescribable. How can I explain? How can I explain?
this morning singing your praises singing your goodness oh yes for you have been good to us Lord you have been good to us Lord our heart sings your goodness our heart sings your praise oh yes oh yes Lord we connect with you we connect with you this morning Lord touch our hearts touch us Lord May we not leave you this place the same, oh God. Touch everyone, Lord. Have your way. Speak forth your word. Let the Spirit enter into us as you speak your word. May our lives not be the same again. We bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. And this morning we're still preaching from the book Dag Heward Mills, The Anointed and His Anointing. So if you have your book, you can take it, join us. If you don't have it, just listen and allow yourself to be blessed. Amen. Our foundational scripture for this particular chapter the mystery of impartation, chapter 11, is found in Romans chapter 1. And I'm reading from verse 8, Romans chapter 1 from verse 8. The Bible says that, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Hallelujah. Making requests if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that ye may be established. That is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. Now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purpose to come unto you, but was led hitherto that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. Hallelujah. So we're speaking about the mystery of impartation, and Paul, in this letter to the Romans, said to them that I make mention of you always in my prayers. I'm praying for you all the time, and last week we were saying that you must desire that your pastor will pray for you. And the key to that is that you also get close to your pastor so that you are known. Once you are known, anytime he's looking for somebody to pray for, he'll remember your name. So may you get close to your pastor. Remember my name. Your name shall be remembered. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then also he said that, for I long to see you. So it is making us understand that yes it's good that the pastor is praying for you where he is and all that but there is another dimension of blessing that can come to you when you come close so he's saying that yes i make mention of you i pray for you but it is not enough there is something else i want to give to you there's something else i believe must come into your life and the only way it can come into your life is when i see you so i long to see you so that something will be imparted into your life can i have an amen from somebody and that is why we go to great lengths 
to make sure that we carry you from wherever you are. Everywhere, every bus center, every center, we carry people and bring them to church so that they can be at the place where they will see the man of God. And once you can see the man of God, a blessing is being released into your life. So Paul said that I pray that I'll have a prosperous journey. Because one of the things you need to know is that the devil also will not want you to be blessed. So anything he can do to stop the coming or the meeting with the man of God, he will do it. Paul said it in first, I think Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 18. He said that for, I wanted to come to you time and time again. He said, but Satan hindered me. So, Satan can hinder the man of God from coming to you. And Satan can hinder you from coming to the man of God. Whichever way, may every satanic hindrance in your life be broken in Jesus' name. May you be able to have contact with the man of God. Why does he want to see you? So that he may impart unto you some spiritual gift. So, the gift is there. The man of God has the gift, but the only way he can give it to you is when you are close. He can impart it to you. May you receive an impartation of a gift. From today, you shall not be giftless in the name of Jesus. May you have a gift that will make your life different. In Jesus' name. When they are selecting people, they will select you also. Because you have a gift. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So he said, I long to see you. And last week we started talking about it. That that scene is so important. You know, this whole thing is a mystery. mystery, You cannot even understand it. That just by being in that presence of the man of God, something happens. The kingdom of God is all about mysteries. And everything that happens. You know, one day, I think in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, Verse 4, so the Bible talks about he that observes the wind, you know, will not sow. Is that it? Yeah. And he that regarded the cloud shall not reap. So, in other words, it's like some people will want to sow their seeds, but they are observing whether the rain is going to come or before they will sow. Now, when you do things that way, you will miss out on what God is doing. Because with God, it's not about what you are seeing. It's about your, your faith that you believe. We walk by faith and not by sight. And so there are things, mysterious things happening. You know, then he goes on to say, he said, verse 5, he said, he said, look at it, verse 5. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit. There is something called the way of the spirit. That we don't know how the spirit works. Jesus said it, the spirit bloweth where it listed. In John 3 verse 8, he said, you can't tell where it is coming from and where it is going. The Holy Spirit is working. He said, we don't know the way of the Spirit. We don't even know how a baby is formed in the womb of a woman. We don't have any idea. But somehow, these things take place. And so when we come into the presence of God also, mysterious things take place. There's something called the way of the Spirit. When the Spirit begins to move... Things begin to happen. People's lives are transformed. Healings take place. Miracles take place. The mighty hand of God moves in people's lives. We don't know how it happens, but it happens. And that is what we are talking about. That is a mystery called impartation. That takes place when we come into the presence of God. That something is imparted to you. You may not know it, but as you keep coming, people look at you and say, you have changed. There's something about you which is different. 
will see people begin to make comments and then you know that something has really changed. That you who will not be in church on Sunday morning, you are in church on Sunday morning, you are carrying your Bible, something has changed. May an impartation take place in your life. So we said that when you see the man of God, something will happen. And that seeing, the way you even see him, opens the door. And we read many scriptures. We can't go into all that. But we saw even how Paul, uh, Peter and John, as they were praying for that man, he said, look on us. Look, see. Something is about to happen. Bible says that Elisha, Elijah told him, this anointing, if you can see me, you will have it. And he saw him and he had him. So may you get close to see. See by watching the videos of our prophet that God has given to us. As you keep watching every day, something will be transferred to you. May you receive a transference. Yeah, I believe that as I've been watching, something has happened to me. Even your preaching will change if you're a pastor. As you watch the servant of God, there's something that takes place in your life. Hallelujah. But if we want to move on, we're looking at the principles of impartation. First one we said, you have to see, is a mystery that occurs when you see the anointed. Number two, today, is the mystery of impartation. Uh, the mystery of impartation occurs when you hear the anointed. And I believe that that's why we've said it over and over again, that hearing has a way of opening the door to impartation in your life. And we must desire to hear him. In fact, if there's nothing that you've heard in this church, one of the things you must have heard is what we call soaking. You must soak messages. Because as you hear, something enters into you. The scripture we just used as our memory verse. He said, and the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me. So when he is speaking to you, the spirit will enter into you. May the spirit of God enter somebody in this place. Many, time I've been, many times I've been charged as I've been listening to my prophet. As I hear him speaking, something just enters into me. The other day I was listening to this 24-hour prayer. He was praying. At a point, I think he was echoing what Archbishop Idahosa said. When you build for God, God will build a house for you. When, as he was speaking, something was, when you work for God, God, I, I was being charged as I was soaking it. May some, the spirit was entering into me. May something enter into you. He said the spirit entered into me and I stood on my feet. From today, you will begin to stand on your feet. Because something takes place as you hear the anointed of God. The spirit of God enters into you. And when he enters into you, something begins to take place. Whatever must take place in your life, may it begin to take place as the spirit enters into you. Bishop himself says it. That when he was listening to Kenneth Hagin many years ago, 1988, as he was soaking, he said, something jumped at the time. That's how he understood it. But this scripture explains it. Something jumped from the tape and entered into him. Then as soon as the thing entered, a voice said, 
from today, you can teach. Hey! Since then, may the Spirit of God enter into you. May you hear a voice speaking and saying that from today, your life has changed. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It is something that happens. You will never know, but before you realize, your life has changed. He said somebody wrote a letter to another lady from another place. And he said, listen, something has happened to Brother Doug. His preaching has changed. May they say the same about you. Something has happened to Sister Susu and so. Something has happened to Brother Susu and so. His life has changed. Receive it. Luke chapter 17 is a scripture. I think we read it. Luke 17 or Matthew 17. Matthew 17 where Jesus took the disciples, Peter, James, and John up the mountain. We call that experience the Mount of Transfiguration. A change, a transformation. Something took place on that mountain. But we find the main highlight of that time was the fact that a voice spoke to them and the voice said this is my beloved son hear ye him so emphasizing the fact that listen as you hear something will happen to you hear him a transformation will take place make time find out how can i get on the podcast how can i get the messages to listen to listen to it and later when peter was describing the experience in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 17. Now he begins to say exactly what took place. The Bible says that, For he received from God. Come on. May you receive something from God. I mean, it looked like just a voice spoke. But Peter said it was more than just a voice speaking. Something took place. He received from God the father and glory when there came such a voice from the excellent glory this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased so something entered he received something and then he goes on to explain in verse 18 he said and this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mountain verse 19 he said we have also a more sure word a prophecy whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in the dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart. So, this voice that is speaking, it may sound like just a normal voice talking to you, but the Bible says that it is a sure word of prophecy, it is a prophetic word, it is something that is going to come to pass in your life if you will take heed unto it but many times it's like oh it's just another thing that is being said even like let's say bishop says don't go for a loan it may look like it's just something he's saying but the bible says that you will do well you will do well you will do well i see people doing well this year why he said if you take heed to this thing as a prophetic word 
as unto a light hey, that shineth in the darkness. Today I see somebody receiving a light. As you hear the voice of the anointed, may a light shine in your darkness. Wherever there's darkness, may the light of God shine in that place. All you need is just a word. A word that is spoken. That's why you must be in church. Get to the place where the anointed is. A word will be spoken. It will be a light that will shine. Hey, Jesus said that the word is a light that shines in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. I declare from today that every darkness you find yourself in, may the light of God shine in that darkness. May you come out of that darkness in the name of Jesus. It's a sure word of prophecy. I said it's a sure word of prophecy. I said it's a sure word of prophecy. I see people receiving that sure word. I see the word shining in your darkness. I see the word bringing light into your life. Wherever there's darkness, may the light shine in that place. May you come out of every darkness in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, I receive it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. One time the Bible says that Peter, he was trying to catch fish he toiled all night but he caught nothing there was darkness throughout the night nothing happened but the bible says that jesus came on the scene and he said to him give me your boat to use and when he finished using the boat he sent to peter he turned and he said to peter cast your net ah cast your net on the other side that word was a sure word of prophecy peter had to take heed to the word even though he was a fisherman and he knew that the fishes only come in the night but he said nevertheless at thy word at thy word at thy word i am going to cast my net and the bible says when he cast his net they caught a great quantity of fishes so much that their net began to break i declare somebody's receiving a net breaking miracle account breaking miracle shop breaking miracle receive it in the name of jesus god is able to do that you just need to hear the anointed as the prophecies last week i think was it that we sold some cds the messages the prophecies they are all there get it go on the internet just type it daggy what mills you will see and begin to soak it in as the prophetic word is coming something will happen to you receive it in the name of jesus it's like a light that is shining sure word of prophecy somebody just needs that light that's all you need I said, that's all you need. Today, may that light shine in your darkness. I'm speaking to somebody who is sitting at the back. I see the light of God shining in your darkness. You have a sure word. Run with it. Believe it. Don't doubt it. Run with it. Run with it. You know, the other day I was reading Acts chapter 17 about the people of Berea. You know, and the Bible says 
that they were more noble, I think verse 11 or so, than the people of Thessalonica. Why? Because the Bible says that they received the word with all readiness of mind. Hallelujah. Ah, I love it. Readiness of mind. In other words, you, your mind is not thinking about anything. You are, you are ready, whatever is said. When you are ready, it means you are willing. When you are ready, it means you are what? You are what? Available. When you are ready, you are anticipating. When you are ready, is what? So the Bible says that they receive the word with all readiness of mind. May you receive the word with all readiness of mind. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I tell you, many times when I'm in church and preaching is going on, there's a way I sit down. You see, because sometimes when you sit in a certain way, you can't receive the word very well. It's like you are not ready for something. But I like to sit at the edge of the seat so that when a word is spoken and the word is a light to my path and the word is shining in my darkness, I am able to jump and I receive it. Oh, may you jump and receive your word. I can imagine that if they received the word with all readiness of mind, I'm sure they couldn't even sit down. As the preaching was going on, they were ready. They were not arguing in their minds. They said, let the word flow. Let it come. They were willing to receive it. May you have a willing mind. May you have a readiness of mind to receive the word of God. God, many times we question the things that are being spoken in our minds and that's why the word doesn't have effect yes so we 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 argue with the word and so we don't get the results that we must get but they receive it with all readiness of mind and they also search the scriptures whether those things were so they set it daily they went back said man this thing is very powerful they took the Bible and they also went inside to check that this thing that is being said, is it so? It is so. But sometimes some people go, they hear some prophecies and we just take it like that. We don't even go and search. <laughs> One of the phrases that you see in the Bible, it goes commonly, especially with Jesus. You hear them say, and they came to hear and to be healed. And they came to hear and to be healed. And they came to hear and to be healed. There are several places in the Bible where it says that. Because the thing that precedes the healing is always the hearing. Without the hearing, there is not the healing. So when you have the hearing, you will have the healing. I declare that somebody's receiving healing. As you are hearing, may you receive healing. May healing enter into your body. May you be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Be healed emotionally. Be healed financially. Be healed spiritually. Be healed. Receive it. They came to hear and to be healed. An impartation takes place when you hear. An impartation takes place. They hear. You are healed today. I said you are healed today. 
Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Benny Hinn always says that people ask him when he says that he was anointed when he was at Catherine Coleman's meetings. Sometimes they, <laughs> it's like, ah, but we we're all there. You know, we we'll all be here, but we're all not the same. We're all not with readiness of mind. That's why people don't receive. But I pray that after these teachings, it will be evident, it will be seen in your life that you have changed. Oh, I see people, your marriages are being healed, your businesses are being healed, your finances are being healed. Everything about you is being healed in the name of Jesus. Keep hearing. Healing will be taking place. Hearing and healing. Hearing and healing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. The third principle, because I have a few minutes, is that the mystery of impartation occurs when you touch the anointed. Hmm. When you touch, for I have touched the hem of his garment, and his blood has made me whole. Bishop says a physical contact will always be a point of transmission of something. That is why you should not want to shake hands or hug everybody you see there is something that takes place when there's a touch mm. yeah it's a mystery even when you are just a brother and a sister just touching easily something takes place that's transmission <laughs> Sisters, don't allow your body to be touched that easily. Especially certain areas of your body. Because certain areas, when they touch, now the strength to speak goes away. (laughs) But things take place. We must get to the point where even a casual handshake should not just be it must be a moment of impartation as we shake your hand say I receive it we have come to the point where we must believe that a hug is not just an ordinary hug it's a hug where something is being imparted a transmission of something the story is told of Archbishop Idahosa. I hear one time he traveled. He came back into the country. And some people met him at the airport. Man. The man had come with anointing. He said that's what was going around. When he shakes this person, the person will fall down. When he shakes it, he fall down. Shake, will fall down. Say, hey! Power. May you receive that transference of power. 
May you receive a touch in the name of Jesus. It is a foundational thing. We cannot run away from it. God has given that through a touch, something will be imparted to you. Deuteronomy 34 verse 9, Bible says that, and the spirit of wisdom was imparted to Joshua when Moses laid his hands on him. As soon as the hand is laid on you, something happens. Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 6, he said, but stir up the gift which is in you, which was given thee by the laying on of hands. When hands are laid on you, gifts are given to you. May you receive a gift. May you receive a gift. May you receive a gift. You must desire that the hand will come on you. There is something. Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 4. It explains something mystical over there. He said, and his brightness was as the light. He said, he had horns coming out of his hand. And there was the hiding of his power. The power is hiding in the hand. Oh, you must desire for the hand to touch you. May you receive the hand touching you. For there is the hiding of his power. Desire. As you meet the man of God, desire. Desire to be in his presence. That's why sometimes when you are watching the video, stretch your hand by faith. Something will happen to you. Receive a touch in the name of Jesus. I desire. I desire. In Matthew chapter 14. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 16. The 16 that I'm seeing. But Jesus said unto him. Is it 36? Is it 36? He said, go to verse 35. And when the men of that place, 34, so that we can understand it better. And when the men, and when they were gone over, they came into the land of Genesaret. This was Jesus. And the Bible says in verse 35, And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all that country round about, and brought unto him all that were deceased. All. All. And I love what the Bible says. Verse 36. And they besought him. Kabashatabah. Besought means they beg him. We beg you, Jesus. We beg you, Jesus. We beg you, Jesus. We beg you, Jesus. Just touch these people. Just touch these people. Just touch these people. Today, I beseech you, Jesus. Touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. Receive a touch. And they besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly 
Oh, somebody put your hands together. Give the Lord a shout. In Mark chapter 6, we see a similar scripture there in verse 56. It says that. He said, and whithersoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets. And they besought him that they might touch, if it were but the border of his garment. And as many as touched were the whole. For I have touched the hem of his garment and his blood has made me whole. One day the Bible says in Mark chapter 8 that he brought a certain blind man to Jesus. A certain blind man. You see, the people knew that there was something about the touch. And the Bible says that, and they besought him. Mark 8, put it there. That he might touch him. That's it. He came to Bethsaida and they bring a blind man to him. And they besought him to touch him. Because they knew that once he touched, today, I beseech Jesus to touch him. Somebody needs a touch. I don't know whether it's blindness, it's sickness, whether it's a problem in your marriage, a problem in your life. I don't know what it is, but I beseech Jesus. I beseech Jesus that He might touch you. Receive a touch in the name of Jesus. They begged Him. Said Jesus, we beg you. Several times in the Bible, Bible says they brought little children to him that he might just touch them. Because they knew his touch made the difference. They needed it. That's why that woman with the issue of blood. Huh. The Bible says that he sat at home. She had seen many physicians, but it was not helping. You have seen many physicians? Why don't you see the physician, the master physician, the great physician? Today I'm speaking to somebody, you've been to all sorts of places, you've seen doctors, seen gynecologists, you've seen different people, spent all that you have, and still you are not getting better. Broke. Today. May he touch you. Receive it. It may look like the man of God is the one you are touching, but you are touching Jesus. He said, anyone who receives you, receives me. Once we receive from him, we are receiving from Jesus. And Jesus is touching you. The woman said within herself, when she heard about Jesus, she said, if I can but touch the hem, is coming. I'll be made whole. I will be made whole. I will be made whole. Today somebody came into the service. 
You said you are longing that something will just happen to you. You know you'll be made whole. May that confession you made, may you receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Church is not a place you come and go back the same. That is why in those days they entered through one gate, but they expected to go back home through another gate because they believe that once you have come to church, your life will not be the same. I declare that you are not living here the same. You are living here with the touch of the Lord. Receive a touch in the name of Jesus. That touch makes a difference. Even that blind man, when he touched it, Bible says that he asked the man, do you see? The man said, I, I see, but I see men like trees. And the Bible says that, and he touched him again. So sometimes the first touch will not change the thing. But the second touch, the third touch, the fourth touch, receive the touches that you need. It will change everything. May you drop whatever sickness you came here whatever burden you came here with may you drop it before you leave here because the touch of Jesus the woman just touched she struck she made her way so it's not easy to get close for a touch Shabni was saying this morning how one time he went for a program Bishop was preaching he was believing that he would touch him Throughout the program, no touch. And the program was ending. In fact, they were giving closing announcement. And he saw the bishop had come to sit down. Then he, he stretched his leg to the back small. When he saw that he too was sitting behind, then he also stretched his leg so that there will be a contact. May you receive a touch. Do whatever you can. Fight whatever is fighting you. To be close where you can be touched. Sometimes it means when they are giving offering, they are giving you to give some. So something that will bring you close to be touched. And the bishop was sharing with us. He said he was sitting in his office one day and somebody was sitting by him. And he was seated. He had crossed his leg. And the person was sitting there, but he was sitting there and tapping his leg like this. Not knowing each time he taps the leg, it touches the guy. The guy was sitting there, cool. He received it. He said he didn't say anything to him. He too was wondering why the guy was very cool as he was sitting there. But later, sometime later, he told his bishop, you remember that day that I was sitting by you? He said, anytime you did your leg like that, some electricity. Hey! May you receive electricity. May the power of God pass through you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood. Power. That she scooped out of Jesus. The power she drew. There is no way in the Bible that Jesus has said that power is gone out of me. He raised the dead. He did many things. He never said power is gone out. But this woman's own, or chain current, or chain direct, or chain power. Today, may you also pull some power. 
immediately the flow of blood ceased with instant today somebody's flow of blood is ceasing in Jesus name today is marking a new beginning for somebody as you reach out and touch him and that thing is always seen as a sign of faith we cannot run away from it. it's a foundational thing Bible says in Hebrews 6 that there are different things that make up the foundation but this one is also one of them the laying on of hands we can't run away from it it's a foundation other things we can stop but this one we cannot we need it we need it Jesus said woman he said daughter your faith has made you as you desire to be touched it's a sign of your faith may God increase your faith may you have faith we don't have time to go into that because that's also the next step but I believe that people are here with faith Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 the Bible says that let us therefore labor to enter into the rest of the Lord he said verse 2 says so that some will not be shut up before unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them but those that heard it they did not mix it with faith that's why it didn't benefit them but we we are mixing it with faith may you be blessed stand to your feet this morning in just a minute or two as you have heard the word that word is a sure word of prophecy it is coming as a light a day star a light shining in your darkness oh yes desire to be touched by the Lord oh yes each time you hear the servant of the Lord desire for a touch today receive that touch oh they besought him that he would touch him and when he touched him he began to see again as many as touched him were made perfectly whole today pray that as you touch him may you be made whole may you be healed and they came to hear and to be healed they came to hear 
and to be healed of your infirmities may you be healed of every infirmity in the name of jesus may the lord heal you may the lord deliver you be healed emotionally be healed financially be healed maritally be healed in every way be healed medically in the name of jesus receive healing in your body receive healing in your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet be delivered be delivered be delivered from every work of the devil in the name of jesus christ thank you lord thank you lord receive the touch receive a touch receive a touch jesus himself is touching you wherever you are as the word is coming the touch is coming to you receive it in the name of jesus oh jesus we bless you for your touch we give you glory and as every head is bowed and all eyes closed maybe somebody invited you to church but you're not born again you don't know jesus as lord and savior you want to say pastor pray with me i want to surrender my life to jesus i want to be born again i need jesus in my life today if you are here like that every head bowed all eyes closed you want to surrender your life to jesus just lift up your right hand wherever you are and i'll pray with you stand where you are but lift up your right hand i'll pray with you god bless you let it go up above your head god bless you god bless you i see your hand let it go up god bless you god bless you over there god bless you oh let it go up don't be shy he says that when you are shy of him here he will also say he doesn't know you god bless you i see your hands let it go up above your head it's a sign that you mean business with god i see many hands lifted god bless you at the back in front here at the sides if you have lifted up your hand do one more thing for me move out of your seat and come to me in front here come to me come 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 all the way oh clap for them as they come to jesus yes come come keep laughing many people are coming to jesus keep laughing as they come come all the way come all the way oh yes keep coming keep coming join them maybe you didn't raise your hand you were not sure but people are coming come with them keep laughing many souls are being saved keep laughing come all the way come come to jesus come on to jesus oh give him your life give him your heart today come on the way clap for them come on to jesus come we're waiting for you come god bless you never too late there's always room at the cross clap for these two who are coming hallelujah thank you lord jesus come those of you in front here i want you to know that you're taking the best decision of your life today jesus is in your heart hallelujah i want you to lift up your two hands we're going to pray it's a sign of surrender you want to pray this prayer with me say lord jesus i thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sin please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the lamb's book of life from today 
I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. When you look this way, our lady pastor is waving her hand. She's going to speak with you. She'll give you a book by the bishop of this church. We preach from one of his books. Were you blessed? I tell you, that book would be a greater blessing to you. So please follow her. She will give you the book. Keep clapping. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. Oh, yes. Mm, just another, another, another. But you just another
body and the blood without discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and many even sleep. So the power of the Holy Communion is so great that playing with it, that's why you don't take medicine without prescription. But the same thing that you take a lot of or in a wrong way, you can become unconscious. That's how people do certain things. I know a doctor who was arrested recently for prescribing some medicines that he should not have prescribed. Of course, in America, my own mates. Because medicine, which is used in the hospital, can actually harm you if you joke with it. So they don't want anybody to joke with that medicine. So this medicine we're about to eat, Jesus said, my flesh is meat. It's really meat. Did I, did I tell you about tea today? Yeah, tea, I can give you tea. I'll just serve you tea. You think you are drinking tea, but actually, your cholesterol is coming down. I receive it. And tea, and see that your blood pressure is coming down. Yes. My, it's drink indeed. Drink indeed. Hallelujah. Yeah. This is my body, which is broken for you. Yes. Drink, this is my blood, which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. John 6, verse 55. The cup of blessing which we bless It's the communion of the blood of Christ The bread which we break It's the communion of the body of Christ Oh, this is the holy meal, the meal of God Father, we declare this to be the body of Jesus Whatever represents weakness and sickness. We thank you that as we take this divine meal, we are healed permanently. Receive miracles in your life and your body. I see your life extending beyond the age of 70. In the name of Jesus. God forbid any disease that cuts you off before the age of 70. Father, thank you. We receive the body as the greatest form of medicine. The healing bar. By his stripes, we are healed. Thank you for healing our lives. No devil can kill us. Your power gives us long life. With long life, I will satisfy him. We receive that satisfaction today. All curses and diseases are cut out of our lives today. By this power that we receive. The body 
Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus. forgiveness of sins mercies from God and grace to help in time of need in the name of Jesus and now as you receive this cup whatever mistake you've made that has directed your life to this place to a place you wish you were not at receive the spirit of recovery I receive it Receive the spirit of divine recovery in the name of Jesus. I stamp out all forms of wickedness and demon activity in your life. He said, When I see the blood, I will pass over you. May the blood of Jesus flow through your life now and recover you now back to where God has destined for you to be. By the blood of Jesus, your mistakes are overlooked today. Your mistakes are overcome today. Receive divine recovery from angels. The power of God. Every form of arm attack, we command blindness into the eyes of any arm robber coming near you in Jesus' name. Every type of road accident that will cut of your life suddenly is aborted today in the name of Jesus. Any form of plane crash that will bring an announcement of your death to the surprise of everybody, we abort that plane crash now in Jesus' name. You are declared a divine escapee from terror and from fear in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. The blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We trust that you have been blessed, refreshed, and encouraged by the preaching of God's Word. For further inquiries, Call plus 233-307-010-444. Eddie Fabin is also on Facebook and Instagram. God bless you.